Welcome to Nothing Is OB South Texas Golf Podcast, episode number 62. I have on, it uh, seems like it's going to be a regular guest here, at least yearly. I have on Kerry Neister from the Golf Fellowship. He is the co-founder and the leader of this Golf Fellowship arm, Army. Now, he's going to give us an insight on the 2022 upcoming season, talk about some changes that have been made, and just some things that he's really excited about. Thanks for being on the show, Kerry. Thanks for having me again, Andy. And I like right. the hat, by the way. <laughs> well, it, it's okay. I hold it near and dear to my heart. It's white. And man, anything, you know, in a house full of kids that has something to do with what the color white, you know, it always gets dirty. But this one, it I, I keep it up here. Let's see if I can. I don't know if it. I can. I keep it. I keep it up. I keep it up oh, a little bit just so, you know, none of my girls or dogs can get to it. There you go. There you go. Works for me. All right, let's get right into it, Kerry. Why don't you talk about the upcoming changes or some things that are new to the 2022 Golf Fellowship? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've I, I've never met uh, too much that I didn't say yes to. Um, <laughs> you know, no is usually uh, the thing I need to work on the most. But um, we do have some new things coming. I. Um, we have uh, TGF Teams this year, which is more of a traditional league uh, option. Actually, it's not an option. It's built right into the basic membership. So uh, when when new members, uh, any members join up, they're going to be randomly selected to be part of an eight-person team. And we'll basically use college format rules where we'll take the top four scores from every event from whoever shows up for that team. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a bit of a beta test this year, but it's more of a traditional league format. The, one of the beauties with the Golf Fellowship is that where it differs from a traditional league is that a lot of traditional leagues might require you to be there so many times for a team format. This uh, takes that into account and allows you, you know, to work around that with your schedule and, and benefit your team throughout the season. Also, hopefully provide a little bit more engagement, you know, as we get towards the end of the season. So uh, there's several thoughts going into that. Um, city championships this year, we've we've always had the TGF championship at the end of the year, um, you know, up in Horseshoe Bay, and we'll continue to have that. And that's where everybody, you know, from our four cities, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, DFW, they come together. All members are eligible for that, you know, to come and play. Uh, level two members, which is is kind of a new new thing this year, but really, it's it's not so much new. It's just kind of a different term for the package of season contests for the points races. So it's really taking the points races that we've already had, as well as the the Fellowship Cup that that uh, ends up Orchard Bay, uh, putting that all together in in kind of one package in increasing the pots a little bit. So we're going to see even more prize money available too. But the city championship aspect of it gives a nice ending for each local uh, local league. Uh, whereas before, you know, we might have ended on a nine-hole Tuesday night event. Now we're going to end on an 18-hole weekend event, um, you know, with a celebration at the end, um, you know, and bonus points. Uh, you know, available too. So once again, to maintain engagement throughout the season, give people a chance, uh, you know, if they feel like they're, they might be out of it, uh, maybe think that they're still in it. So um, TGF handicaps this year. So, you know, for, for our first 13 years, we had our own handicap system. Um, and then two years ago, we decided to go to gin only. And, um, you know, it, that, was good in some ways and you know and everything that we do as i imagine many people do everything we do is on the table for discussion you know i i i have taken a much more um intentional approach to how to build this thing you know how to grow this thing i can't obviously do it all you know last year we we implemented managers and and that just kind of blew my mind, but, you know, with the possibility of that. So we have, you know, city managers in each city that, that help, uh, you know, put together stuff on the, on the back end, uh, communication, 
that type of thing allows us to grow in some different directions, allows me to connect with the guys, you know, more than what I have, more than what I was, you know, the previous year or so. But it also has opened my mind, you know, how much more can we build this? You know, a true, uh, what is really becoming in my mind, Andy, is a golf community. And the community aspect is, is super important to me. And I'll talk more about this later, but, um, it, it's better to build with, you know, than to just build for. And uh, as much as I like to build for, there's only so much I can do to create and to continue to build what we're doing. And so uh, I read it in, in a book uh, this fall, which I've done a lot of study, kind of personal study and, um, you know, seeking and, um, realize that the building with model is really the best way uh, to move this forward and to achieve the goals that I have. Um, there's some new benefits this year for membership, specifically in San Antonio right now, um, but we're partnering up with Olympia Hills and Hyatt Hill Country for uh, any member to be able to receive regular play discounts. Um, so, you know, not just TGF events, but, uh, you know, they show up to the course, so they call out there ahead of time, get a tee time, uh, show up, hey, I'm a member of the Golf Fellowship, get a little bit of a discount. Um, so definitely a perk there. We're going to be looking to add more and more courses to that um, portfolio, at, as well as courses in our other cities and, um, you know, giving them the benefits there as well. We've also um, partnered up and received a great uh, offer from Mach 3 Speed Training, Michael Romatowski and Jeff Young over there. You know, Jeff Young's been a longtime uh, member and, and friend, and, and they're offering a combo uh, speed check and speed training tool for half off, which is $125 savings. Well, hold, um, hold on, hold on. That's yeah. a great. That's a great freaking deal, man. Because his stuff is expensive, and I know it's expensive oh, yeah. because it the stuff that he's created is like one of a kind. And they're like, you know, they're over there tinkering like little elves in the workshop. You know, Jeff <laughs> and Mike, and uh, that that's a great deal, man. Because their stuff's expensive, but again, I know it's custom built. Yeah, they've had. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. They've had a ton of success, um, not just here in San Antonio, but all over the country. And there's more and more PGA, LPGA professionals, semi-pro, you know, you name it, uh, and, and let alone all the uh, different colleges and universities that they've had success with, where they, they're going all over the place, you know, doing training and, and stuff like that. People are buying their tools all over. So so Mach 3 isn't just some startup. It's a, it's a real deal. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel very honored um that they would extend that offer to our members um you know one of the kind of the last thing i'll say as far as big changes were um, for 10 years we um we raised money through a hope uh what we call the hope classic and it supported um a um an at-risk mentoring program for summer um for kids here in san antonio and uh, we were the ones that raised the seed money for that. We were the primary benefactors um, uh, for that uh, group for 10 years. And um, when COVID hit, we kind of went in another direction. The reason why was, well, COVID, and we weren't really able to have the events. But, but two, that organization, Saturday Academy, is really doing well on its own. It's gained a lot of traction with the city of San Antonio, um, it's, um, gained councilmen, um, you know, support. It's also, uh, they're getting their facilities donated to them, uh, from the city. Um, uh, and they're also, you know, uh, getting some grant money too. So we're kind of reconfiguring that. So this year, what, what I decided to do was let's pool the members. Let's pool all the members. What, what cause is near and dear to your heart? And so in each city, we, we had a big survey and, you know, you were a part of that, um, had a chance to, you know, chime in about what is important to you. And so we're in the, we're still in process there, but what we're going to do is that the golf fellowship is going to, 
take one, is going to give $1 per player per round. Um, that's our pledge for the season. And we're going to give that to each city to determine for its members to determine where they want to give that. And we're also going to invite members and sponsors to participate in that pledge as well. And so hopefully we can really start, you know, building some momentum. But it's it's been a long time now. It's been very important, I believe, it's part of the community to give back and to support the communities that we're in. Well, I think you're doing some great things, Carrie. Uh, and I know we talked about that. And, you know, a lot of what you stated on the show right now, you've, you've I'm not going to say you whispered in my ear, but you told me, uh, you know, straight up front. And that's great because I know, I know for you, it's, it's more than just uh, golf, you know, it's more than just golf. It's kind of uh, the building and everything, like you stated, uh, the community. And I feel that I think anybody that, that becomes part of the league, I don't know. I can't speak for, I can't speak for Austin. I can't speak for Dallas. I can't speak for Houston outside of the guys that I've met in those leagues. And, and you know what, they do have a lot of the same sentiment we have here in San Antonio that they kind of feel the love and the passion that you have for, like you stated, for building. And I know you're doing that. Now, every year comes up and what do do you feel nervous or are you anxious before the start or excited? What's the feelings you get before every start of the new season for you? It's certainly mixed. I mean, there's so much of this each year that's new for me. Um, You know, I want people to have a great time, you know, and I want to add to our numbers. Um, is I really feel like it makes a positive difference in people's lives if they'll if they'll give it a shot, you know, if they come out and try it out. You know, I will say, and I shared this with you, I know, um, recently, you know, after the season last year, I was full of, I had a, a, a lot of adrenaline. I had a lot of excitement about, you know, keeping it going, keeping that momentum going where many times in the past, and I think that largely because the managers were helping me last year where previous years I've just been flat worn out, you know, I need a break, you know, but this year really came into the fall and the off season uh, excited for more, you know, and, and at this point, you know, we're getting closer to the season. Now, now the nerves are setting in, I'm getting nervous and uh, you know, certainly, hoping for, for a lot of participation and people to get excited. Uh, you know, I'm always nervous about how I communicate. You know, I, if anything, I, I know that I say too much. And I now I have people around me that tells me that I'm saying too much. And that, Gary, you, you're saying too much, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm just, that's it. You go, go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. And, and uh, in, in speaking with you and Travis Halkowski, who runs the ACGT Tour Series for the Alamo City Golf Trail, you, you know, I, I get those same feels and those same vibes. And it seems like what it did for him, it's what those man- city managers are doing for you. It's kind of like instead of being burnt out at the end of the year, you're rejuvenated and you just want to do things even better. Yeah, Um you know, I know Travis, uh, listening to Travis and your your podcast with him uh, not too long ago, you know, there's definitely some parallels there I, I, in things that I know that he feels and, uh, versus what I feel. We, we haven't compared notes, but uh, it's, uh, it's easy to notice, you know, similar challenges uh, in, in each direction. But yeah, bottom line, we, we have communities that we're... Um, you know, that we're, we're putting together and we, we want those communities to be successful. We want them to be healthy. Um, we want the guys to, uh, everybody that's part of it to reap the benefits of, of a healthy community. And so uh, that's, that's the most exciting part as challenging and tiring as it is at times. Well, I feel like one thing that you, that you do is that, especially in recently is that you're giving all the members of the golfing community that belong to the the golf fellowship. You're giving them a voice, and I think in such a big organization, especially in a organization or a golf, an amateur golf league that belongs to four different cities, it seems like as being a customer that your voice may get kind of lost. But it seems like you're doing the the total opposite and trying to be ultra transparent, especially with your members, 
And I know for somebody like me, I know other people have to value that. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Andy. I'm, you know, it is very intentional right now um, because what we saw last year, we, we've had success, right? We've, you know, we've grown. Uh, we've grown into those other cities. I can't physically be there. Um, so I've, I've got to figure out how do I, how do I replicate these values? You know, uh, my real goal is, is that people will eventually not associate Karen Easter with the golf fellowship as synonymous. You know, my goal is that the golf fellowship will stand on its own. And it's this group of people. And we saw some of that last year. I saw some of that with Adam as a party here locally and, you know, how the guys would, you know, some guys, it was almost like, you know, I became secondary, you know, like they, Adam's my man, you know, and, and that's exactly what I hope for. Oh, know? we love, we love Adam. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Adam here and Omar Mujahid in, in Austin and uh, Steve Presti and Clay Carlson did a great job in Dallas last year and Aaron Andre in, in Houston. And, um, you know, so and, and now it's it's going beyond that. You know, we're like you had alluded to where we did a survey. You know, I said how, you know, here's eight different categories that I see that you could possibly plug in that that we could grow this thing if you're interested in it. Uh, the bandwidth that I have is limited, but I will. You know, if you're excited about something, if you have a passion for something uh, and a skill or a talent or just the, the willpower, you know, to to share this with the group, then then tell me about it. You know, give me a yes or, you know, if you can't do it, no, no problem. You know, continue to do what you're doing. Continue to be a part of the league the way that you're being a part of it. But if you have something that you can share and offer to the group, let's grow something. Let's, you know, let's, let's make this exciting. You know, what can we do with, you know, uh, one of the things is just social media, you know, uh, one of the things that I love to do, I love to celebrate our guys winning things. You know, I, I love it because a lot of what we're doing, you know, we're a bunch of middle-aged men that, uh, you know, we're living vicariously, <laughs> Uh, through this and you know any success is is amazing we haven't seen it in a long time as far as a, you know an athletic success or something like that so you know i see so hey, many I'm not, I'm, I'm not that far off okay i'm not that far off. okay yeah yeah you're still young pup. um but uh you know it's uh it's fun to do that and i find it fun i love celebrating with others you know their successes and um, and so what can we do, you know, just in social media, you know, and, and so, um, you know, tapping shoulder because I watch the guys on social media that I've got some members that are much more uh, uh, active, you know, and so I've said, hey, uh, you do so you post and make some pretty good postings. How about you, you know, do some take some photos and start posting about, you know, your city and 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 that stuff here also of course the charity you know we're we're getting a group to, of of people a committee together for that we're getting a you know who can help out with the league event setup networking you know all sorts of the player development program is something we have in our in the plans and in the mock three training pro, um, uh offer is kind of the first leg of that but um we're gonna I'll, give back i'll be the guinea pig for that that's okay I'll, <laughs> I'll let mike and jeff know that i will they can they they can poke prod and they can use me <laughs> as ever they want to to speed up that to get that ball speed up to get that swing speed up so right. if they if they want to try hey i'm the i'm that guy i play a good guinea pig i'll let them know I'll let, <laughs> no, I'll let Jeff know. Don't worry. But I, okay, just, okay, okay. I just need you just, just to get my back in that case. You got it. I got your back. Now, in looking at looking at the 2022 schedule, I know we have like a lot of, uh, I guess, to be determined or, you know, you have a lot of the times and everything. I know those are several of the things that you have to kind of finish out and put your stamp on. Now, looking at um, the schedule I, and looking at the two men's, I know several courses are kind of off the list that have been that are not on this year i know you expressed with me uh some of your displeasure and some of uh things that some courses are going in a different direction this year um can you can you share some of those difficulties that you had in regards to your scheduling 
Uh, I would, I'd back up a little bit. So obviously COVID has made everything very interesting. Um, and it's weird in the golf world, right? It's almost the, uh, the opposite of everything else, but you know, 2020 was, was challenging because we weren't allowed on courses for two months. Um, 2021 actually was fairly simple from a negotiation standpoint. It was just challenging from a golf fellowship standpoint because we doubled our events from 40 something to 90, you know, and so that was challenging. 2022, though, is something completely new. And um, now we're seeing a supply and demand shift in the golf world that hasn't been seen. <laughs> For decades it's a it's, it's almost back to the like the the tiger boom it's really kind of we're, we're, we're along probably, those lines probably it probably a 90s boom you're right um and then you know of course covid is uh, has affected all the supply supply chain issues so cost to operate have gone up you know driving cost uh you know just maintenance i, I know that lack of employees yeah um maintenance of the course like chemicals that they're putting on the course are just astronomically priced right now um everything is affected so you know daily co costs are going up so you know that's certainly a concern but it's something we're all dealing with okay so i i get it you know i i don't you know hey good for you you know if you need to raise costs i want to i've always wanted a win-win-win philosophy uh, stance on things. You know, win for my members, win for our partner courses, and win for the Golf Fellowship. You know, it it's, doesn't make sense to do anything any otherwise. So I want that win-win-win. I get that. You know, from but from the supply and demand issue, the biggest challenges for me is in building a community. Okay, is the challenge now of getting afternoon times, you know, for that community to be built the way that we've built it, which is ideally through shotguns. Um, shotguns provide the best atmosphere beforehand, the most dynamic atmosphere beforehand, and the most dynamic atmosphere afterward. And because and I get it, you know, when it's, when the weather is good, it's time to make hay. And that's what we're facing right now. Now I'll say I've got a, a ton of courses that, that are just awesome. They get the golf fellowship. They believe in what we're doing with the golf community, you know, building golf community and they want to do whatever they can. Um, now they're still, they still got to do what they got to do. And I totally respect that. I just, you know, I, we've been around for a long time. Um, I think there's an, a value to relationships, and I, I definitely have my concerns about how long this bubble will last. Because I mean, my personal feel is that there is a bubble here. Um, you know, the 38 percent in um, in rounds, 38 percent increase in rounds from last year. I don't think that's going to maintain. That's going to slowly, slowly, you know, decrescendo. So. Um, you know, but the golf fellowships plans are to still be here, and we're we're gonna we're gonna keep building and building and and doing whatever we can really for and, and this is what I really am trying to sell to the courses, and I've been trying to make a point of going out looking at people's eyes because that makes you human, right? And they become human to you, and it's really important for us in negotiation because we're we're such a texting society, and, you know, and all this. But we we need to go and talk face to face, and hey, here's what we're doing, you know. This is something bigger because golf can be, golf is something that has great potential of building community, but it also has a great potential to be nothing. <laughs> I mean, to be like just a, uh, I don't know, to be stagnant, like to, to just be self-indulgent, you know? And I, I think that there's a, there's some real potential with golf that nothing else has, you know, to build community in ways, you know, where we can bring different, you know, people together 
and uh, help us overcome our differences and build community. Um, you know, so uh, I don't want to get no, on too, too no, no, you're no, you're right about that, and I feel that too. I feel like uh, I'm able to understand people from all different types of walks of life, and just because of the time you share, and and again, you know, you you. We, I've said this many times before on this podcast. It's you learn so much about not only yourself, but you know who you're riding with or who's in the other side. And uh, and somebody was just one of my buddies was just texting me before. They're like, "Yeah, he's a pretty short guy that plays good golf and talks a lot of trash." And I was like, "I thought they were talking about me." They're like, "Yeah, just like you, Andy." And I was like, "Man, I hate guys like me." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I try to be one of a kind on purpose. And so I was like, I, I totally hate guys like me, but. Then at the same time, I was like, then I learned to love guys. Like, man, I like him because he's just like me. Yeah. And so that's what you're, you're right. The potential that golf has that, that no other sport has. And, you know, these past several years of, as I've taken the full dive into this golf world and learning more about it and about myself and the relationship that so many people have with it, uh, it it's a great thing that, that, that what you're doing right now, Carrie, because it is – you're saying, and, and I know understand what you're saying that, hey, there's this bubble right now, but you know what? All bubbles get burst at some point. But you know what? The Golf Fellowship will be here standing and we'll keep trucking and we'll keep doing what it is, what it was foreign for and the intentions. Uh, like you said, intentional, you know, like it, intentional the, the, with the right intentions. And I know we talked about this this year. You really discussed with me and, and you put this question in my lap that really made me ponder some things and kind of go back uh, your why. I really want you to explain to everybody uh, your why, your why in building this, this awesome league that in giving everybody a voice. And I, I want to know your why. And I want everybody here, you know, that listens to the show that watches the show to understand, you know, what's Carrie's why. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking that. I, um, you know, this fall, this last fall was really, um, an opportunity. And I, I can't really remember the exact impetus, but I was, you know, trying to, um, I don't know, a little scattered, I guess, you know, and um, was looking to really um, just improve and, and improve the Golf Fellowship. Um, there were some things I was seeing in the Golf Fellowship, just in growth, you know, the challenges of growth and, you know, growth is exciting. Um, but you know, how do we maintain kind of this balance? You know, some of the things you you mentioned a little bit ago about, you know, some of the, you know, the heckling and camaraderie and all that stuff, that the banter that goes back and forth, you know, that's awesome. You know, I've never, never get rid of that. It's, it's, it's more of the uglier stuff, you know, where we get out of balance and it's all about competition. Hey, I competed, you know, in college at Iowa State University. So I know what high level competition is and being serious about the game is, but, you know, I, I was recommended by my co-founder Larry Anthes to read um, this book, start with why by Simon Sinek. And I would highly recommend it for anybody. Um, it's actually helped several, several of my friends since then, but you know, really uh, it, it, it talks about this thing that he created called the golden compass or the golden circle. It starts on the outside with the what everybody knows what they're doing, you know, what they do on a daily basis. And the inner, inner ring is the how It'll, most people know how they do. And, and this is maybe related a little more to the, to a um, organization or something, but the inner circle is the why. And very, very few people know why they're doing what they're doing in an organization. And so, um, and it really starts with, you know, the head of that group, that organization, figuring out what their why is, you know, and then you can create a why for the organization, you know. And so the process, just kind of skip forward with the process for me, and I'm not there yet, I'm not. I haven't concluded this, okay, for me. I haven't enunciated it clearly exactly like the book does. I still have some homework and uh, work to do on that. But, you know, what it's done for me is it's taken the different areas of my life, my day job as a landscape architect, my life at home, my life as a Christian in, 
in the church, my life in the golf fellowship, and it's actually given me a foundation for all of those things to see each one clearly and to measure what I'm doing against that. So, so you know, I'm a connector. I, that's what I've realized. I, you know, the gifts, um, I believe we all have gifts and talents that we're blessed with, you know, through circumstance, through training, through whatever. Um, and we have that to offer, you know, in our little corner of the community in the world. You know, I like, I, I'm a, I've realized I'm a connector. I like bringing people together and providing a fun and encouraging environment. You know, I, I see that we need each other, you know, perhaps now than, perhaps now more than ever, um, you know, and guys need a break. You know, I, I look back, what this book does is it takes you back, looks at your experiences of growing up, you know, and there's several experiences that I identify. I've shared some of this in my past, but I've never enunciated it here in our past interviews, but I've never enunciated as clearly uh, as now because it, the influences in my life, and and we'll just I'll just start tying it to the golf fellowship. Um, you know, the things that influenced me and the golf fellowship, or for the golf fellowship, are growing up with my grandparents on a farm in Iowa. You know, I know that you grew up with your grandparents, and you you can understand there's some there's some generational teachings and aspects of family values that many people aren't blessed. You know, even though you know, my parents separated. I, you know, uh, I, I grew up with my, I went to live with my grandparents at age three and a half. I'm incredibly blessed because of that. And I am many ways the reason, you know, I am the way I am for many reasons because of my grandparents and the family values, the family appreciation, the getting together. Um, another thing would be my dad's work ethic at the Nine Hole Country Club. He was a head pro at for for a number of years you know he he always wanted to make the best events and 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 provide a fun and fair atmosphere for everybody i mean he worked hard he worked 90 hour weeks you know uh as a head pro um you know don't forget the nine hole country club aspect of that you know we do a lot of nine hole stuff and that's <laughs> foundation but also then the members that at that nine hole country club, I played with every personality in the book, really training me for now, you know, to be able to handle this and that and all of Andy's junk, and, <laughs> you know, um, and so, Alex and, and, and Alex Macias and OJ. Hey, you know what? Hey, next level, next <laughs> level. Um, also competitive golf as an amateur, you know, obviously that, that plays a role and, you know, I, Hey, you know, some people get concerned, you know, it's not, uh, what uh, this, it's not, you know, the handicaps, this, or it's not true golf or, or whatever. Hey, I've been there. I've played at a high competitive level and, you know, there's plenty of places where you can go and you can have straight up, um, stroke play. Uh, tournaments and you can get your money, you know, you can, you can get every bit of it you want. Um, you know, I'm kind of past that. I love to compete, but honestly, I'd rather go out there and beat 60 guys in a net format. <laughs> it is, if I beat them, that means I've beaten my own handicap. I've played exceptionally well. Not just kind of well, I've played exceptionally well in as even of a format as we're able to create, you know. And so for me to go out there and, you know, for someone that's an MVP, you know, that we have on a on a event night, you know, they've earned something. You know? I know, man. I'm so, I so, I, I want a cup. I said I, I want a cup, but I don't want to buy a cup. I want to earn a cup. I want somebody <laughs> to give me a damn cup. That's yeah. what I want. So, so that is one of my goals. Well, I, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't have any goals just yet for the golf fellowship. I, I, I have. I'm just. I'm still trying to find myself. My golf. My golf self. Well, I'm you started out on such a high point. You know, I, I did, and now you know it, it's It's a. I'm not. A, I'm not a tall guy, so you know what? The fall from grace hasn't been that that far. <laughs> and, and so, uh, 
but but every year, you know, you kind of as we before we go into the golf fellowship, I do come up with a couple of goals. Now, as we get in more into the golf fellowship, and we understand your why now, Carrie, and and I'm going to tell you, if if nobody else knew what your why was, I think everybody that that knows you and that has belonged to to the league can see and can feel your passion and can feel your understanding as to what you're doing this all for. And, you know, we get a good insight and I love to hear that. I love to hear that because, you know, now it's like, it makes sense. It makes sense why I want to, why I want to, you know, be a part of this group, why I want to be a part of this organization and be a part of this fellowship. Now you've made it really easy for guys like me to go on out there and be a part of the league. Now I know it started out as is really as just a nine hole a nine hole league, and now you've thrown in the eighteen hole, you've thrown in the the weekend rounds, you've thrown in the the trips, and it, you know you've really stepped your game up as a commissioner. And what can you tell us just a little bit of maybe about maybe one thing that was your favorite part about this last season, the twenty twenty one season? Well, hands down, it was the Lone Star Cup. It was, it was just the ultimate conjunction of everything that we believe in, you know, for 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 the golf fellowship. And this is actually a picture of uh, the Hill Country Cup, which was another great event. But the Lone Star Cup is we went to Pine Dunes, and we took the top twelve, um, who fin- top twelve from each city within uh, the the fellowship cup after you know that concluded at horseshoe bay in the tgf championship and we went up there you know we had shirts and everything and um you know uh it was we we were all there it was i mean it's a guy's trip okay you go up to pine dunes pine dunes is like this little hidden gem it's like guys only women don't women aren't going to want to stay there. Okay. <laughs> you know, even if, you know, and I several guys that asked, okay, if they could take their wives, but I stayed strong and said, no, um, but you're, you're, you're a stronger man than I am. Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, we stayed there for two nights and played 72 holes of golf. One, we had a Friday practice round and then we had, two 18 hole rounds of four ball on Saturday and then a singles matches on, um, on uh, Sunday, you know, it was a four way Ryder cup style match. And uh, so everybody played the other cities an equal amount of time. And um, just the, the, the camaraderie, the, the fellowship, the, you know, the food, the, the drink. <laughs> um, it was a blast. And um, I know I've, I've received a lot of, you know, excitement about that for this year as well. What um, was your, what was your beverage of choice that weekend? <laughs> your adult beverage of choice. Oh boy. There was uh Tony Vaught had brought a uh, Don't say moonshine. He looks like a moonshine kind of well, guy. Well, <laughs> he had brought some, he had brought, he had gotten a bottle of Woodford Reserve um, oh, whiskey, nice. bourbon, and um, he had gotten the logo for the Golf Fellowship or for the Lone Star Cup engraved, etched onto the bottle. And so that was, uh, hey, that's got to be you had, you, you had to drink it, right? You had, yeah. no, you had no choice. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so I got one of one of my good buddies here. One of my one of my be- one of my best buddies. Uh, he's asking, uh, how can guys join the league? I got Jacob Munoz talking about how how can guys join the league? What's the process? Uh, what what are some of the things that they can do to reach out to you? Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Um, you know, my number is two one zero eight three eight three nine four eight. If you ever need to talk to me directly, but you can also just go straight to our website. Right there, uh, got it right there at the bottom, thegolffellowship.com. Okay. Right there, there you go. And right on that very front page, you're going to see become a member. And um, you can click on that button. It's going to take you, um, and you'll you take you through a little a couple of pull downs. And you'll see, um, you know, these new levels that we introduce. You'll start out with, you know, are you returning or a new member? Then you'd select the city that would be your home city. And then you choose which level. Uh, you'd want the level one base membership here is, 
you know, it's going to give you discounts, give you the members rate at 100 plus events across Texas. So you're not just stuck to being a member and receiving benefits here in San Antonio. You can go all over the state. If you find yourself out of town for business, if you're a weekend warrior and you want to go play in a bunch of other cities, we had a lot of that cross city play last year. It was great. Um, you know, you, you can do that and you can also get points in your other cities. Um, and at level two then is upgrading. That's really you. And, uh, on a season contest level, that's, that's the competitive, uh, aspect of the golf fellowship. There's still a chance with level one. I mean, you're going to be able to be inside games, uh, at, at each event, you'll be able to compete event to event, but the level one is really maybe for more, for someone who has a little bit of a, uh, more challenging schedule. Um, but they're still going to be able to compete. Um, and you know, if you refer a member as a level one member, a, a brand new person will give you $25 referral credit. So, you know, bring your friends and, and pay for your membership level two, I'll increase that to $50. And that's when we start entering you into the season contest. Um, and this isn't all the season contest contests. There's actually a couple more. There's the uh, match play, which is another add-on. And then our two-man challenge um, points races, which are another add-on. So, um, but I'll say this, Jacob, as, um, you know, as, as many details as there can be here, the sign-up, and the participation is really easy because we want you to be able to sign up, show up, and play. So we can work on the details later. You know, and I, I certainly am happy to answer any questions that you have. You want to contact me or one of my managers, please do so. Um, but the excitement starts at the course. We want you to sign up at home, get that out of the way. We don't have to exchange money. You and I both can get out to the course. We can go find our cart. It'll have your name on it. Um, we can go, uh, you know, warm up at the range. We don't need to check in at the pro shop. We've got that taken care of. Um, you know, so you come on out and play, and then we have a live leaderboard. Your group uh, leader will, you know, be plugging in scores. You'll be able to follow the live leaderboard, finish up. All the games are worked out. Um, we'll pay out prizes. Uh, last year we paid out, uh, I wrote this down over here. It must be a big number if, if you had to write it down. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe you ran, ran out of lead. Yeah. $65,000 in, in, in winnings last year that we awarded and, you know, 215 different winners. So, um, it's only going to be more this year. Just in case you were wondering, Carrie, I yeah. wasn't one of those, but <laughs> I, plan, I plan on being I plan on being one of those this year. All right. And right here, I got my good buddy, and you know him, Jeremiah Sierra. Plan on joining this year again and be ready. I'm taking everyone out. Woo! I like it. I like it. I do too, Jeremiah. <laughs> I can't wait to see you out there on a regular basis. <laughs> All right, Carrie. Now as we wrap up here. What's probably the one thing that you're really looking forward to this season? And it seems like I know, uh, like you stated, you're getting a little bit nervous, you know, and kind of uh, anxious as we get going into the season or as the season's about to start. What's the one thing that you're really looking forward to in this new year? Yeah, I think we're at a bit of a crossroads um, with the Golf Fellowship. You know, there's potential to determine this year whether or not we're really going to ramp this up to another level altogether um, or if we're perfectly content just growing in the cities that we have and that may be that may be the answer too I'm completely open to that um, but I'm excited most of all about incorporating all the different people and there's about um, 30 people in that survey that had responded that they would like to be able to help out in some way or another in one of those categories. And so I'm really excited about figuring that out, you know, and figuring out how can we expand the golf fellowship into something that's, you know, just super dynamic. That's really the dynamic aspects of, of a true community, you know, and um, I, I love it when, you know, some of the pictures that I receive in the off season or during the season, you know, guys will go play in events and, um, or guys will post, 
you know, in the WhatsApp group for their city. Hey, I've got, uh, you know, I need three players for my, you know, for my scramble. You know, one recently in Austin, that there was a request and, and three guys showed up from the membership. And it was like next day, okay, for the tournament. And they sent me a picture afterwards. And these four guys are as different as you can possibly make them. And it was, I mean, when I saw that, that picture, it, it just, man, that was like a highlight for me. You know, four guys that would never hang out on a regular basis, but had a blast that day in the tournament. And, um, you know, that's, that's really what's meaningful to me. You know, and if, you, if you're fulfilled, you know, after an event, after a season, if you've had fun, you know, and, you know, and that's, that's what matters to me, Andy. Uh, that's beautiful, Carrie. I think uh, all those things and that one example that you gave is that, uh, you know, it, you're doing exactly what you want to do. You want to build, you know it, uh, you don't live in Austin, you know it, and you're building it. You're reaching people out there. And if you're, if you're reaching people out there in Austin, Houston, and Dallas, and especially here in San Antonio, uh, that's one thing I started, started to call it. Uh, I saw this picture right here from, that you had had on, on the website. And, oh, did I post? Hold on. I'm going to get it right here. I, I love this picture that, that you had because I know it's several different guys from a couple different groups. And uh, you know what? You're, you're building a golf fellowship army. That's really what you're building right now because a lot of people are drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, they're believing in, in, in not only what you're selling, what you really – the kind of the vibes and the, the aura of carry that you're giving off you know, to everybody because I know how it is, especially when right before an event – you always like to, you know, after you chip and putt a little bit, you like to make your way around, you know, you like to make your way around. And I love this picture right here. Yeah. He has several different guys. And I was like, man, Kerry, this is what Kerry's doing. He's starting the golf fellowship army, you know, kind of like Arnie's army. This is what you're doing right now because uh, you have a lot of believers. You have a lot of believers and the word is spreading. It's spreading like a fire. And uh, you know, this, this thing that you've created is only getting bigger better and brighter and it's hot man it's hot right now and well, i'm, I'm thankful to be part of it well thank you can you pull that picture back up i just want to explain it a little bit you know um eric johnson is the is the big guy right in the middle and uh he is he is former marine um uh, and he lives in austin he was a new member last year and uh what a charismatic fun dude and he he actually won the points race in in Austin last year. Next to him, uh, on his right, on the picture right, or on his left, is Adam as a party with a beard. Uh, he's our manager here. He's uh, retired Air Force. And um, JB Barger uh, on the backside there. He's from Dallas Fort Worth, and and he's former uh, uh, former Army. So. You know, we've got three of the armed forces there. I was taking the picture. You know, I'm uh, I wasn't former military, but uh, really, it, this was really a fun moment. We were playing in our practice round up at uh, Apple Rocket Horseshoe Bay. That was a great, great time. Yeah, and just uh, in seeing in seeing that picture, uh, just I, I knew all those guys. I, I knew Eric because because he's the guy that likes to take his picture with his with all his taco meat hanging out. You know, well, yeah. His, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, if I had a chest like that, I'd show it too. I'd walk Me around too. shirtless. I'd walk Me around too. shirtless. Yeah, like I'll go with the turtleneck here. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear a turtleneck, but it looks like a sausage trying to find its way back into its cases, you know. <laughs> and so, or or chorizo, you know, because it's a Mexican sausage, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. and uh, I I knew that that they were uh, all members from different cities. And I said, that picture is, is just perfect. You know, that picture is so perfect for what you're doing and whether you know it or not, it is, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's the, the golf fellowship army that, that you're building and that these, cause everybody, everybody believes in what we're doing. And I know from being a, a, a child of, uh, you know, somebody from the armed forces, uh, my dad being a Marine, a former Marine, or, you know, once a Marine, always a Marine is that there's certain things that they, they beat into you, they beat into you and that you're a believer of, and you will always believe. And, and I think that's without beating it into us, I think that's one thing that we've all kind of done. People who are 
you know, your guys who are members of the golf fellowship is that we, we all believe, we believe in you. We believe in the product and we just, you know, try to spread the word, you know, try to spread the gospel of carry, you know, and that, that, you know, we want other guys, our friends to have those same feelings and those same experiences that we do. I know I've done it to my guys, to my golf group that, that I'm a part of my four bros, Jeremiah, Jacob. Um, and I, I really want to continue to do that for you because, and, and for me, it, it's, you've given me, you know, a, a sense of pride, a sense of belonging. And you were one of my first, one of my first early guests I had on the podcast. And you really made me feel like I could, I could keep doing this. Yeah. Well, you know, it, we, like I said earlier, we, we each have our gifts and, and um, a special set of skills like Liam Neeson. <laughs> That's uh, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you're no exception, you know, Andy, and that's what I really appreciate about you is your passion for what you're doing. You've, uh, you've given, you know, you talk about uh, me giving a voice, you know, with the golf fellowship, you've given a voice to South Texas golf and, um, you know, uh, you know, just average Joe's, you know, getting a chance to share their story. And, and I think that's really what it comes down to, right? It's, it's our stories. And if we'll take the time to listen to other stories, we'll just be amazed. And it, it'll just, it'll blow us away. It'll give us context. Uh, there's so many great stories out there and you've uncovered so many of them, um, you know, over the past couple of, past several years and uh, really proud of you for doing that and, and sticking to it because I, I know you are, are not one that leaves much room on the plate. Oh, Time gosh. like like when I heard you, you say about your dad, 90 hours, and I was like this, I'm thinking, man, can I beat him? Can I work? <laughs> can I work more than 90 hours? Well, yep. Carrie, I want to thank you so much for being on the show and giving me and giving us your time. I know you're you're so open with discussing the golf fellowship and I appreciate it. And, I, and I'm so thankful because you give a lot of guys an insight that aren't part of the league. Guys, if you're not, hey. The golf right there at the bottom, thegolffellowship.com. You can reach out. Kerry makes it super easy for you to become a member. He makes it easy for us just to go out and play and just to enjoy ourselves and to build that camaraderie camaraderie with the other guys. And uh, thanks so much, Kerry, what you're doing for the the city. The I'm gonna say for the city of San Antonio, but you do it for four cities. Uh, thank you so much for what you're doing for golf here in the state of Texas, Kerry. Well, thank you so much, Andy. Thanks. It was great being uh, with you again here and look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Yes, sir. All right. You have a good night. All right. Good night. Thanks so much to Carrie for being on the show. Uh, it's a great league, guys. I truly believe that that Carrie and his managers and city managers, all the guys that belong to the, the golf fellowship, they want to be there. They don't have to be there. Uh, please reach out to Carrie at www.thegolffellowship.com. Please, if you need any more information or you're not sure, hit me up on www.obgolf.com or uh, you can hit me up Instagram, Facebook. Uh, the Golf Fellowship is also on Facebook, on Instagram. So it's a great league. Uh, I'm not telling you it's the best league because, you know, to each their own. I just know that for me, it, it gives me what I need or what I'm missing. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember, in the game of life, nothing is OB.